0: Hey everyone, this is Larry from WSTrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hey everybody, it's Larry and James with WSTrades.com doing our weekend podcast update. How's it going, man?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you?
0: Good. All right. Let's start this thing off and go over some trades. If you had anything expiring or kind of coming up.
1: Yeah. So I did not have anything closing out last week. Um, I've been really focusing in on the monthlies for the most part. Um, I was kind of looking at doing like 30 days out for kind of every trade almost or around 30 days out for every trade. But like. Um, when I was just looking at the volume on the weeklies that are that far out, there's just really nothing there. So like, if you want to, you know, uh, buy or sell contracts that are, uh, 60 days out, you really got to hit those monthlies. So I kind of just been focusing on the monthlies, um, and mainly, uh, just ETFs, mainly like, uh, high implied volatility ETFs. So, um. I'm really only having expiring contracts really as of late during those monthlies. So I want to say, um, the marches are coming up here in a week or two and then I'm starting to line stuff up for April 16th. So, um, didn't really have anything closing out this past week, but I did get into a bunch of new positions. Um, and I want to bring up a few of them because they are new tickers that I have not traded before. Um, I sold an iron condor on GLD, Um, so wanted to get some, you know, some neutral exposure to gold there, and I know IAU, that's something I've traded in the past, and I think that's something I have a long call open on right now, but it's such a low-priced ETF that the only really thing you can do with it is, like, iron butterflies if you want to try to, like, be neutral, and um, even though those kind of work out pretty good sometimes i feel more comfortable having the range with the iron condor rather than you know having options in the money to start off with right away so that's why i was kind of looking around at gld and gld showed up um on a list i was looking at for high iv um wasn't super high but it was on that list so i was like okay i'd like to take you know i've been wanting to take a neutral stance on gold to be honest And I had only looked at IAU before and I was like, oh man, there's just nothing here unless I want to sell an Iron Butterfly. So uh, GLD being kind of higher priced over a hundred bucks was perfect. So I was able to sell an Iron Condor there. And then another ticker that uh, was new for me um, was XLF. So I sold an Iron Condor on that for April uh, monthly contracts. And um, yeah, that one was a new one for me. I guess it's a financial sector um, ETF. So um, I had that one I was able to get on. And then also XLE, which is an energy sector ETF. Um, So I sold an iron condor there. Um, Also FXI was a new ticker for me, a new trade I put on, which that is a China large cap um, ETF, I guess. So um, those were new tickers for me, for sure uh last week and then i did put on some stuff i've played in the past um iwm i sold an iron condor there um i think that one's like a russell 2000 etf or something and then uh, ewz which i played a lot in the past and also um eem uh i believe ewz is the uh, exposure to the brazil markets and then eem i think is emerging markets so um Yeah, I was able to get on a lot of good, uh, just one wide. So I want to take, you know, just a small amount of risk, but put on a ton of trades. So I was pretty happy, like, with uh, the trades I was able to get into last week. And I did, like, I think two trades a day. So it was kind of like on Monday, I had opened two. And then, of course, the market went down pretty well. I think Monday kind of rallied a little bit. And then, uh, you know, I waited until Tuesday. um, And then there was, you know, the markets kind of dropped. And I got two more trades on and then same thing for Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. So I didn't want to like load up all my positions in one day and kind of be uh, you know, centered around the market on just one day. So I kind of felt good about just like getting on a couple trades, waiting a day, getting on a few more and just kind of recentering around the market and recentering around these tickers, um, you know, as they kind of make their moves day in or day out. So that's kind of how I'm, uh, I've been looking at things lately. As far as my options trades, it's just like maybe put on a trade or two a day, look out for the monthlies, you know, high implied volatility ETFs. And then, uh, you know, since they're all kind of expiring on the same day, at least I can put each trade in on a different day to kind of be a little more diverse. And then, uh, you know, also the tickers that I'm playing, I was kind of happy that I got like exposure to gold in the financial sector, energy sector, you know, Chinese and Brazilian markets, emerging markets. So, um, yeah I was pretty happy with uh, all those opening trades so um, those were all I believe for April uh, that I put on this last week. so yeah we've got a good you know five to six weeks or so to expiration so um, yeah the ranges on them were pretty massive too being that far away so I'm feeling pretty good about um, those positions so um, yeah I think those were like my main updates as far as last week goes just a bunch of new positions opened.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's a really good strategy too to, you know, not be like, okay, I'm going to open up all of my trades on Monday and then, you know, or Friday or, you know, just any one day because, like you said, especially with the market moving how violently it was this week, you know, we had this massive run up on Monday and then just everything died until Friday. And then we had another big run. So if you're putting on all your positions, you know, on that Monday, the pricing for the, especially, you know, doing options, the pricing is going to be so different compared to Thursday. So, you know, if you're putting something on, you know, like you do two trades Monday, you know, Tuesday pricing is going to be so much different with options. So yeah, that's a really good strategy.
1: Yeah, definitely feel good about it. Trying to be like as diverse as possible a trade here, a trade there. And then, you know, just kind of always kind of, you know, trading around the market as it moves every day. Because, yeah, like if I sold like all 10 of my trades or whatever for the week on Monday and then that massive dump happened, all my puts are going to be trashed pretty quickly. I mean, of course, there's time for things to recover. But as like Tuesday hit, things sold off Wednesday, you know, things kept selling off on the put side. I'm kind of staying away from the money each day as the markets kind of go up or down. So, yeah, I definitely dig in that kind of strategy. I know it. Worked out really good for me in February. Um, I think most of my March contracts are looking great. And I think those are expiring March 19th. So what do we have 12 days or so to expiration? So, I mean, that strategy worked out so great for me in February that I was like, well, let me try it in March. And then, you know, things are looking pretty great as long as, you know. The market doesn't have a massive dump again like it did last week. But um, if they work out again in March, I've already got the same kind of thing built out for April. So, yeah, man, I'm kind of digging that. And, um, yeah, hopefully it continues to go well for me.
0: Nice. All right, I'll go over the stuff I had on. I only had one thing uh, expire, and that was um, X, which is United States Steel. And, man, everything, like with the market selling off, how hard it did, that thing was – Uh, I had a put spread on them. That thing was fully in the money at one point. Um, And they were moving like two, $3 a day. Those guys were just doing their own thing for a minute and then decided they needed to sell off. And then luckily, you know, that Friday we had kind of a uh, uptick in the market and that was um, completely out of the money. So I went max profit on that. Uh, And the only other stuff I have doesn't expire. I've got DIA that expires this Friday. Um, that is a put spread, and with the market uh, recovering on Friday, it looked it's looking really good now. My short puts two ninety nine. Um, what else? I have a put spread on GM, and this thing was fully in the money on Thursday, I believe, and that rally on Friday took it out of the money. That expires in two weeks. Uh, UPS. Uh, this thing's been. I don't know the pricing on these options is kind of weird because uh, it's not even. I still got 15 bucks that they can die before uh, next. Yeah, not next Friday. Two weeks from now is the expiration, and it's just still like the pricing so weird. It's saying I'm down, so um, I still feel good about that one. Got a lot of room on that uh, GM. Hopefully, tick up because I've only got. Uh, where are we at? about a buck 75 before this thing's back in the money and they typically don't move that much but the way things have been going they have been so hopefully they just kind of stay where they're at i'll be happy with that let the theta kind of kill the contracts um and i did get into this is kind of a lottery ticket arcc hit my uh, one of my scanners so i pulled up the chart and it looked really good to me Uh, for the upside. And it's just, it's such a cheap stock and there's not a lot of volume on the options. Uh, So I went and bought a call that expires the 19th. Only cost me uh, 12 bucks and they made a pretty good rally on uh, Friday. So I've only got uh, 25 cents until that thing's in the money. So, hopefully, you know, they continue to run up and I can make some decent profit off of that. So, you know, break even is only night at 19, uh, 12. So, hopefully, it keeps on ticking up, make some money on it. Uh, if not, it was, you know, like I said, kind of a lottery ticket. It was so cheap. I was like, yeah, chart looks good. Let's see what happens. And nice. yeah, that's all I got on. Nice. Uh, is there anything? you're looking at getting into on monday
1: yeah i was um i got on a bunch of trades for april 16th So i'm feeling pretty good like how many trades i was able to get on and like how i how i was able to diversify but i'm like i want to even go further so i was looking at some more tickers um just on a high implied volatility ETF watch list that I was looking at. And I did see some other tickers that I might try to get into just to kind of build out my April monthlies a little, a little more. Um, I saw HYG in there also XBI. Um, I know I had talked about playing TLT before, but I have not actually put the trade on with them yet. So I might take a look at them again this coming week. Um, USO as well. Um, I also saw LQD. Um, UUP and also TAN. So I know they're not as liquid as some of the big boys like the Qs and the diamonds and, uh, spy. But, um, as long as they have a decent, you know, kind of volume, um, there's a decent amount of open interest. I'd like to kind of look at eat those tickers next week and, you know, if possible, make one or maybe two trades, um, a day and just kind of be more, you know, continue to be neutral and, uh, just kind of diversify a little more for the, uh, April contracts. I'm kind of thinking like, uh, once I hit the 30 day mark, I'm probably going to be done. Um, and then move to the next month. Um, so I think that's pretty much what I did in January, kind of setting up for the Feb February contract. So thinking like, uh, leave april 16th or the april monthly so i'm kind of thinking like once we hit about march 16th i'm probably gonna be done playing april and i might just start playing uh may and maybe just kind of work that 30 to 60 day range and uh kind of see how it goes because i know i was looking at a chart somewhere and it was talking about um just the theta decay and i've want to say that the beta decay really starts to become exponential, um, around the 60 day mark. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. So I'd probably like to get on a little more for uh, March or sorry, April for this week. And then, uh, you know, maybe the following week I'll start to look at, uh, May. Nice.
0: Yeah. There's a few things I'm looking at. There's two that them. I, they look like prime. Uh, covered call or synthetic covered call plays, and that's AMC and M, which is Macy's. Just looking mm-hmm. at that chart looks like a perfect setup to me. So we'll see how right now, you know, futures gapped up and then came right back down. Uh, they're starting to tick back up again. So see how this plays out. But if we have a, you know, even a halfway decent opening on Monday, I'll probably get into some covered calls on AMC and M. And FSR is starting to look good again. So (laughs) I'm going to jump back into them after that massive
1: sell-off they had. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, they were around like 30 or something. And then they pulled all the way back to, I think, like 2150. (laughs) So, yeah, they could not – even though they were kind of doing their own thing for a little bit, they they did not survive the – market sell off for sure <laughs> yeah bears jumped all over that one
0: <laughs> um it's about it i haven't that's just kind of uh some bullish stuff i was looking at i haven't even looked at um my bearish plays yet so i'll definitely be doing that tonight and um i've already updated the watch list on the bullish side on the website so if anyone wants to go check that out
1: thanks um, what else that's about it. Was there um I know you did make a mention of something on the website there? Was there anything else? I believe you put some new stuff up there, right? With the scanners and whatnot. Did you want to talk about that a little more? Or?
0: yeah, I did uh added two of my the ones I use the most, uh scanners for thinkorswim. That's the uh 21 EMA bullish and bearish, and then I also added some custom code that I did, which is a label that will show you on any chart you have pulled up. If uh, it's got stacked uh, exponential moving averages, which is big for the stuff that I do, um, especially using like the TTM squeeze. And uh, I did add, I was kind of, I told you this, I was kind of sad about adding this one because when I was trying to make this, it, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like no one, has it up and it because i'm not like a coder <clears throat> it took me forever and i didn't even tell you this but i think i had this thing figured out way before but i was trying to build it on the weekend and it, it wasn't updating so as soon as market <laughs> as soon as the market opened it was working and i was like oh my god i had this thing done like two days ago <laughs> you're just like
1: struggling through it like what do i gotta fix what do i gotta change
0: <laughs> yeah i was about to delete my freaking account <laughs> um but yeah it's a indicator for the stacked emas that works for the mobile because if you try and use the the regular uh any stacked ema label or scanner it doesn't work on the mobile platform so what this one does instead of you know the label on thinkorswim uh desktop it'll tell you stacked emas it's you know red for bearish green for bullish uh, this one, it has a numeric value. So a, uh, bullishly stacked EMAs would be a one. If they're not stacked, it's a zero. And if they are bearishly stacked, it's a negative one. So yeah, that's up there now. Uh, hopefully some people pick it up. Cause you know, like I said, I don't, I, after trying to figure out, you know, how to do it, I, I couldn't find it on any websites like, um, did you use thinkscript.com? Great website. They have a bunch of code, a bunch of guys that uh, build custom code. Most of it's free. They do have um, some stuff you have to subscribe to get, but uh, yeah, there's nothing over there. I mean, it was just a pain to do, but yeah, that's up on our website now. So if anyone wants to, uh, like me, I do a lot of stuff on my mobile phone because I'm out so often and I don't typically like putting on trades. Uh, when the market opens because everything's just all over the place and it's either going to come back down if it blasted off or, you know, it's just super volatile in the morning. So I typically like to do things around like nine, ten 10 o'clock uh, Pacific time. But yeah, so me uh, being able to do it on the mobile is, you know, killer. Nice. And yeah, that's all I did on the website. So, um, did we do anything else on the, uh, the YouTube? Did we change anything?
1: Um, the only thing I did have one thing I wanted to talk about there, which I had told you about that I was able to record about an hour long video that just has a lot of the, um, basics for options. Um, cause I know we've made separate videos talking about like the Greeks and, um, you know, intrinsic value and in the money out of the money, all that stuff. So I was able to combine that all into a single video. Um, so hopefully, you know, people just want to watch like kind of a single video to get the basics. Um, so I was able to get that recorded yesterday. I have not built out the description and really got it or even uploaded it yet, but I'm going to work out that or work on that this week probably. So, um, yeah, I just say, keep an eye out for that. Um, cause that'll be more of a comprehensive, uh, so yeah i'll try to get that up this week and um, yeah i think that's all i had really as far as the youtube channel goes
0: yeah i know you were telling me too you're going to do the timestamps, which would be cool like if someone you know they don't necessarily want to watch the whole 45 minutes mm-hmm. but they want to learn about you know intrinsic value or you know put spread whatever you know just look at the timestamp and click on, you know, whatever part you wanted to watch. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be cool. Yeah. I built that out today. So I think, or I'm almost finished building that out. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a nice uh, chunk of info there in the description section for sure, including, you know, the timestamps of, yeah, when each topic is covered. So um, yeah, excited to get that thing out there and, um, you know, see how it does. Sweet.
0: Well, oh, yeah, everyone definitely go over to the YouTube channel and uh subscribe the description or the um the link is in the description of the podcast. So, you know, if you wanna go over there, subscribe so you can check out that video when James drops it. Um also all of our contact info, the website, um our email, all that stuff is in the description of the podcast channel. <clears throat> Sorry. So, yeah, definitely check that out if you guys want to contact us, if you have any questions or um, maybe trade ideas or, you know, whatever. Just bounce some stuff off of us. Uh, Also, I'd really like to – actually, I'm going to keep that under wraps for next weekend. That's going to be a surprise. Can't give it all away in one day.
1: Now you got me interested, wondering what's coming up. (laughs)
0: yeah i'll send you a text but listeners
1: have to wait (laughs) oh man leaving leaving people hanging for sure you gotta watch the next or listen to the next one for sure
0: (laughs) all right man did you have anything else you wanted to go over no
1: i think that's um everything i wanted to cover all
0: right nice All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Definitely subscribe to all of our info. We're constantly updating it, uh, trying to pump out videos and podcasts for you guys. Uh, So you can head over and uh, subscribe on your podcast app or the YouTube channel. All right, man. I guess we'll see you on the next one. All right,
1: man. Have a good one.
0: You too.